Welcome to the author Dennis Galloway podcast show. Today's show will be covering chapter one, the pen, Sultan's wisdom. This first chapter introduces you to the mysterious antique store where Harold obtained the strange pen. This antique store is actually based on one that I ran across in a bazaar in Mamara, Turkey. Chapter 1. The Pen Harold Duncan has been lost for a long time. He was a clerk in a large firm in Edinburgh, Scotland. He had worked there for four years since 1918, although he detested the job and the lawyers. But he loved to write. He was fascinated by the imagination, the inner workings of the human mind, and capturing those thoughts on a piece of paper for posterity opening one person's mind so others could see their thoughts for all time. How marvelous it was. Almost magical. Harold was lonely and bored with his real life. He needed to know there was something more. He took refuge in collecting old pens and writing with them. He loved the feel of a vintage pen, the sound as it scratched across the page. So he sought out obscure little antique shops, forgotten by the general populace, those that perhaps were on the edge of going out of business, looking for the odd, out-of-place, dust-covered box that held a mint-conditioned Mont Blanc or even a first-generation McNiven or Cameron Waverley. In the cool evenings, Harold went out for long walks down narrow alleys, poking his head into shops that promised interesting finds. One night, he passed down a street that he had not noticed before. Under a bridge, an old, dark, wooden storefront had an inviting door, and it sat in the shadows of a dim street lamp. The door was closed, and it was hard to tell if the shop was even open. Harold squinted through the door window. He could barely make out a small room with shelves reaching up into the shadows, covered with odd-looking old lamps, books, dishes, and trinkets of all sorts. He tried the door and it opened with a creak and a soft jingle of bells hanging above the door. The creak seemed very loud in an uninhabited place. He looked around at the jumble of treasures scattered over tables, shelves, and hooks hung on a small, dark-paneled room. There were lots of scattered antique, dusty, pungent, colorful, odd-looking, odd-shaped, familiar, yet different catnip to less specialized collectors than Harold, each begging to be picked up, dusted off, and examined. Seeing no pens, Harold became impatient to get back to his apartment. He turned to the door, grabbed the doorknob. Then he, then he heard it. He stopped. He listened. The sound was soft at first. He wasn't sure he had really heard anything, but yes, there it was the soft shuffle of slippers on a wooden floor. Can I help you? came a deep, soft, grizzled voice from behind him. Startled, Harold swung about quickly to see a deep set of gray eyes gazing at him above a wide, friendly smile, which was buried in a small gray beard. The eyes were surrounded by an assortment of wrinkles, and the face was so old that it was almost mummified. The man's head was bald, and sported a red Moroccan fez. 
His body was bent with age and covered by a soft blue robe with large sleeves that dangled low about his body. His leggings were covered with an odd-looking cloth that seemed to shimmer in the room's dim light when he moved. Can I help you? he repeated with the same friendly smile. Uh, yes, I'm, uh, I'm looking for, said Harold with a low, shaky tone. Yes, said the man. Uh, yes, of course. I'm looking for old pens, quills, you know, writing instruments of some age, Harold replied. I'm intensely interested in the art of writing and, and the accoutrements that go with it. I see, said the shopkeeper, gray eyes twinkling. I think I may have something of interest to you. With that, the shopkeeper turned and shuffled slowly over to a ladder that leaned against a wall covered with shelves. He slowly climbed up the ladder, one step at a time, pausing between each effort until he reached a particular shelf farther back in the shadows than the others. He pulled back his long sleeve of his robe and reached into the dark. He muttered a few indistinguishable words and coughed a little at the dust he had stirred up. When he retrieved his arm, Clutched in his bony hand was a long, low, black, velvet-covered box. Ah, yes, here it is, just where I'd left it long ago, he muttered to himself. Slowly, one step at a time, the shopkeeper descended the ladder until he was standing on the shop floor once again. He turned and, with a triumphant smile, slowly shuffled over to Harold, holding the box in front of him. Here it is. It's been resting for a long time, but I think it's time to wake it from its slumber. Before Harold could comment or even process the wake it comment, the man held out the box under Harold's eyes and opened it. When Harold saw the pen, he was immediately filled with a warm glow, as if seeing an old friend. He reached out, touching it lightly, and he felt the warmth and the smoothness of its dark ebony surface. It was longer than most pens he had, and the grip was curved to fit the hand. A slender stem climbed beyond the grip, giving the pen its long form. It was older than a fountain pen, but it was not a quill either. Harold marveled at the ingenuity of the instrument, knowing it had to predate even the oldest fountain pen, yet still it had an ink reservoir. Before Harold could inquire as to its age, the pen's beauty beckoned him to pick it up, to hold it, almost like a lover wanting to hold hands. Harold's eyes grew wide as he plucked it from its box. He immediately felt joy in his heart, a happiness he had not felt in a long time. He stared at the pen and asked, How much? I see the pen has chosen you, my friend. That is a good thing. Or if it did not, then I could not sell it to you. How much? Harold repeated. Whatever you think is fair. Will five pounds be enough? Asked Harold, his eyes still fixed on the pen. Why, yes, just the sum I had in mind, said the man with a gentle smile. Cash only, of course. Uh, great, said Harold, almost shouting as he fumbled for his wallet and produced a five-pound note without taking his eyes off the pen. He handed the note over. Thank you. Do you wish it wrapped, sir? Oh, no, no, thank you. I'll just put it back in its box. Harold gently put the pen back in his box, closed the lid, and took it from the man's hands, tucking it inside his coat pocket and giving it a gentle pat before returning his attention to the man. Is there anything else I can get you, sir? 
asked the man, staring at Harold with his large gray eyes and a smiling face. No, no, this is all I want. Thank you, said Harold, turning on his heel and quickly leaving the store, gently closing the door behind him. He was so excited. He couldn't wait to get home and use the pen. He would write such a wonderful story with it. As the shopkeeper watched Harold go, he said to himself with a smile, Well done, sir. Well done. This has been The Pen. Dream Traveler's Tales, Book One, Sultan's Wisdom. Written by Dennis Galloway. Read by Dennis and Corky Man Galloway. Copyright 2020. Published by Blue Yonder Studios. Production Copyright 2021 by Sean Denovan.